Hello. Welcome to the fourth episode of Out of Business. This one's is going to be called Ventriloquism with your brand. When starting a brand, especially in the lifestyle section, a million guidelines will pop up about how should your brand be communicating. Especially in the hyperactive social media age, we are scrutinizing everything a brand stands for. The captions are scanned for groups we offend and just how politically wrong can we go? Accountability is higher than we can process. Now the biggest debate I had while starting a gnome was the language of the brand. As most of you know, I'm vocal about my political beliefs, social standpoints, and a moral compass that's gladly been hinting the left. But what is my brand supposed to stand for? It's a label for women, by women, and vocal about empowering women. But should it comment about the horrors levied by this government or the economics failing our very own economic minister? Should we condemn and stand for grey areas like laws that I disagree with? Or is it perhaps better to adhere to a commerce rule I read in Standard 11th? A company is an imagined entity. It has a life of its own. Sadly, it doesn't think for itself. Too bad. I had to actively give control of a gnome's social media to an agency because it started sounding too much like me. Post the shift, the language turned from passion to commercial, emotional to salesy and imploring to corporate. Frankly, I hated it. I was desperate to find a midway and I did. So here I am, listing some quick pointers on how to handle your brand communication. Number 1. Your brand can have your language. Just be authentic. I found higher engagement when I was explaining the post behind the binary codes. It doesn't have to be political controversial at any given point. It simply has to communicate what you feel you you need to and sometimes in your words. It also saved us lots and lots of money. Number 2. Stay away from sensitization. All I can imagine since past few months are issues I feel strongly for or against. But my company doesn't have to. It can choose not to share its point of view on anything besides its business and not to be held accountable like celebrities. However, with marketing evolving, I don't think it's fair to relieve brands of this sometimes. On those rare occasions when it's absolutely necessary to speak out, you should. At the risk of pissing some of you, there are brands who brought out great content in times of public distress and earned revenues. Durex and Amul are two brands known for their clever marketing when it comes to political or social issues. Number 3. Commit to the cause. Good content should be generating an emotion. nostalgia bonding humor empathy shock something dove has stuck to its cause of standing for self esteem across races skin care and gender hamara bajaj was hitting family ties and reality of middle class lifestyle insurance ads goes for shock value of losing your parents but brand communication needs thought and strategy my personal page requires constant work it needs content to be out there at least four times a week i represent reading writing entrepreneurship and learning my communication has to match it number 4 collaborations you cannot survive social media without good collaborations you need partners that share at least part of your vision speak your language and aim to grow towards a similar goal however the more fresh the collaboration the interesting it gets for example for a fashion label to partner up with accessories bags makeup is essentially considered to be the natural trajectory. However, collaborating with a pet clothing brand should be new or a carpet brand might be interesting. 
I do believe it's important to innovate even if it is in the fields of shaking hands. Now here were my quick pointers. Do drop by with questions, queries or feedback. Love and luck.